Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. February 6, 2021. Ice cream breakfast. Getting rickrolled. Trying to pick a name for your gang. X-rated shows on television. And, Gen Z destroying their own credibility. This, is, awesome, today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hi. And happy Saturday. It is a happy Saturday. You know what it is? Saturday. Birthday Eve for our twins. Yeah, that's right. They're about that's to roll over right. the big eight. Turds are turning eight. When I started Sorta Awesome, those two were two years old. Feels right. I'm guessing they probably made it quite difficult. They absolutely did, but we powered through, didn't we? We did. Whew. So anyway, happy Saturday, everyone. Happy Saturday. It's a good Saturday. All Saturdays are pretty good for the most part. It's a little colder here than I would choose for a Saturday, but uh, so is life. You got to take the Saturdays as they come, I suppose. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. That, uh, I threw up in my throat a little. That's your problem, not mine. Um, well, <laughs> you're going to try to kiss me later because you can't keep your hands off me, and you're going to pay the price. So it's February 6th, moving on from that image that everyone's cringing over. Mm -hmm. It is ice cream for breakfast day. Yes, do it. Should I we do it? Here's the thing. It just struck me in this moment. Okay. How are you going to celebrate this all day? You can't. You can't. You can, there's just a limited number of hours. If you want to know when the cutoff it. is, call McDonald's and see when they quit serving breakfast. Because that's it. You eat ice cream after that, and you're just a jackass. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Don't call McDonald's and ask them about getting ice cream there. Because inevitably, maybe you should call before you go. Inevitably, their ice cream machine is not working. Not working. I'll tell you what. Um... And I remember bringing this up a while back. I wonder if we've decided ice cream is safe to eat now because oh. the Chinese found COVID all up on their ice cream. Yeah, but the Chinese are also the ones doing the anal swab test. So That's I feel true. Like I, I signed I, us up. I do not want to be in a line yeah. with them. We're on the waiting list. We're going to be tested first so that we can get on a plane to fly over there and then get tested. <laughs> it's a little convoluted, but I've, I've worked it out. Let's get back to talking about ice cream for Okay, breakfast, well, this please. holiday was created in 1960 cents by... 60 cents? Is it a rap star now? <laughs> what happened? 50 cents got 60 cents and some ice cream. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 1966 by one Florence Rappaport. If I could roll my R's, that would have been the opportune time. Mm -hmm. um, she of Rochester, New York. One winter day... She and her six children were snowed in. This happens. To keep everyone entertained. I feel like she's you. Because yep. it takes your personality type to feel like it's your responsibility to entertain them. Hell yes. 
I'm entertain ready. everyone. You want an entertainment? Here's a switchblade knife and some matches. Get out of here. Um, that's not true. I just give them the matches. So yeah, she's trying to keep him entertained, and so she declares the first eat ice cream for breakfast day. Now, as the story goes, her six children, of course, grew up, went on to have children of their own, and her grandchildren were extensive travelers, ultimately responsible for pollinating the world with this idea of ice cream for breakfast. They are given credit for popularizing the holiday, of course, in the U.S., but also in Israel, Germany, Nepal, Honduras, and New Zealand. That is some global ice cream appreciation. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I didn't even know they had ice cream in Nepal, so... Of course they do. There's that. Um, I don't particularly love ice cream. Mm. But you do. Yeah, I do. Do you, do you want to make arrangements for us to celebrate this tomorrow? No, because I'm also to... mildly lactose intolerant. It would make a long Saturday for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Okay, if you do eat ice cream for breakfast today, please post pictures in our newly formed Facebook group. We will celebrate in spirit with you. Yes, unless you too are lactose intolerant and then those pictures... Those are just for you. <laughs> well, if it's your birthday today, you share it with the former president, the late Ronald Reagan, Babe Ruth. And Hall of Famer, the late Babe Ruth. If you're going to okay. be that congratulatory, I don't know why that word was hard to say, of uh, President Reagan, you can't you can't just skim over Babe Ruth. I don't know how sports ball works. I don't know what to say. Like famous baseball player, Babe Ruth. The great Bambino. Yes. The Sultan of Swat. That's right. Go watch The Sandlot. You can learn all of his nicknames. Yes. Uh, Bob Marley. Is Bob Marley who sang... He's the Jamaican... Okay, then maybe I'm... Musician. Who sings Every Little Thing's Gonna Be Alright? I think that's Marley. Okay. Well, then there we go. Yeah. More importantly than all that, though. You share it with one Mr. Rick Astley. Yeah. It is your duty if you are born on this day. It is your your moral obligation, I would even say... To go out somehow, some way, rickroll somebody. Yes. How did? What was AJ's most recent? Oh man, it was really it was elaborate. Oops, I forgot to turn my phone off. Yeah. Um, it was on TikTok, right? I feel like it was. I feel like it was some kind of was it a sea shanty rickroll? It was like some kind of something. We're gonna have to look back yes, into this. Yes, we'll, we'll find um, it. Don't don't do it now. We'll yeah. well do it now. Um, I, well, I don't have it. She sent it to you. Oh, I thought she... Well, we can't look because yeah. my phone is also we'll, we'll the camera that we're using. Yes. And microphone and all the things. Okay. Well, maybe another day for that. 1891. Don't read my notes. I know. I looked at... There's a lot going on, so now I know I can't read the notes. There's some stuff here. So, today, 1891, this is the first great train robbery of the Dalton gang. Mm. What do you know about the Dalton gang? Uh, feels like stagecoach robbers. Yes or no? I know nothing about Yes them. and. Okay. The Dalton gang, in fact, was known for their train robbing, bank robbing, ro- bank robbing, and stagecoach robbing. I was one third All right. the things. They're known for their robbing, okay? Yes. Well, in 1892, they attempted a double bank robbery. Oh. Two damn banks at the same time. Mm. Coffeeville, Kansas. It ended poorly. Okay. Four members, dead. Another one imprisoned. Wait, four members of the Dalton gang? Yes. Okay. Yes. Bad day for them. Another one imprisoned. This leaves, of the four Dalton brothers, I believe, only Bill Dalton uh, is the one that escapes. And because he traditionally had served only as a spy and informant and never actually participated. Mm. So he's free to continue on. Um so after this this failed attempt, he escapes, he goes on, he meets up with a fella named Bill Doolin. So you've got Bill Dalton, Bill Doolin. A couple of bad bills. Uh, this is now, here's an interesting thing. They were known as the Wild Bunch. Mm-hmm. Just the two of them together? No, no. Oh. There were many more. Let's oh. Be patient. Be okay. patient. I'm sorry. Um, the Wild Bunch, the Dalton Doolin gang, the Oklahombres, the Oklahoma Longriders, the Doolin Dalton gang, why they didn't just go with 
two bells or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Evidently and apparently finding just the right name for your gang is a hell of a lot harder than you'd think. It's harder than naming your Jeep, I'll tell you that much. I guess so. I guess so. Well, besides Bill and Bill, Dalton and Doolin. Bad Bills. This game, game, nope, this gang was comprised of, are you ready? Yep. I just included the nicknames because they were more interesting than the actual Always. names. Tulsa Jack. Yes. Arkansas Tom Jones. Yeah. I don't think what? any relation yeah. to... He was a crooner, to, you see. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's any into, relation. into the crimes. Slaughter Kid. Whoa, that got intense. That one's a little scary. Charlie Pierce, he's the only one that had literally... <laughs> Charlie's like, I get no damn. Damn, I'm just Charlie Pierce, I guess. Okay. You got Little Bill. Little Bill. Red Buck. <laughs> Old Yantis. Okay. Little Britches. Mm. Cattle Annie. Cattle Annie. Yep. Are you ready for these next two? Okay. Dynamite Dick. Nope. And Little Dick. <laughs> That's right. Damn right. And the seventh grader in me enjoys those two immensely. Dynamite Dick. So All right. about 10 miles east of Stillwater, Oklahoma, which is northern Oklahoma. Stillwater is the home of Oklahoma State University. About 10 miles east of there is a little town named Ingalls. Okay. And I don't think technically by the definition of the word town that they are a town or that they ever were. MapDot? Do they have a post office? Um, no, no. Okay. It was, it was here, or there rather, in Ingalls that the gang chose as their safe haven. The town itself was actually serving as harbor to many outlaws during that period. Mm. Now, its peak population was in 1890, I believe, and I think repeated once or twice since then, 150 people. Sounds right. 150 people. Now, as nomenclature goes, it's notable that it is the site of the Battle of Ingalls. <laughs> Real creative there, guys. Uh, which was a shootout between U.S. Marshals and the Dalton Doolin Gang, or the Doolin Dalton Gang, or the Oklahoma Hombres, or whatever you want to call them. Um, that wasn't the end of them. Mm. There ended up being a, like a hundred federal marshal group that went to chase down all the members ultimately and dispatch of them. Now, when I was a boy, mm. to get to my grandparents' home. Yes, I was going to, if you mm -hmm. don't mind, I don't want to interrupt, but I'm going to do it anyway. When you mentioned that this was... Uh, I'm not racist, but that's what you just <laughs> I'm not did. an interrupter, but that's I will interrupt you. you. Yeah. Um, I, when you mentioned that it was around Stillwater, I almost said this is like your spiritual home yes. seed area because this is your father and his family there growing up stomping mm -hmm. grounds. Well, it's actually my, my maternal grandparents... Also. To get to their home, okay. we drove through Ingalls. Yeah. Now, if you blinked, you missed it. It was barely there. To my knowledge, my grandparents were not technically outlaws, but they, they did live, arguably, you depend on who you asked, they were in Ingalls or not, they were nearby. Okay. Now, along with that, I recall memories fading as they do over time, as well as family members being irresponsible with their retelling of history, sure, as sure, is sure. often the case. Yes. I recall on many occasions driving past multiple stories out of this now. It was, it was ultimately, it was a home, a house, that was no longer on a foundation. It was sitting up on blocks. Okay. Small, small place. Yeah. We're talking one to two room, tiny, tiny, less than a thousand square feet. Up on cinder blocks. It was the original tiny house. It was indeed. Started the tiny house movement. Now, one story, one of the stories that was told to me over time was that this was the schoolhouse, the Ingalls schoolhouse, which also, I think, was their first, ended up being their first Baptist church as well at one point. Another telling of the story is that this was, in fact, one of the buildings that part of the Dalton Doolin gang had taken safe harbor in during this gunfight at Ingalls and that there were bullet holes in the, the walls and all kinds of stuff and that it was up on blocks because they were in the process of trying to get that set up in some centralized historic touristy type of location. And I believe, I could be wrong, it doesn't matter, nobody cares, I could be wrong here, but I believe in the final story that probably is the only true one of the three, is that somehow in the process of all of this, 
while sitting on cinder blocks, um, arson came into play and oh. it no longer exists. Oh, wow. So there's history lost. Now, I also, on my other side of the family, I have an aunt who married in, who kind of in Ethel Babcock fashion, this loose claim of affiliation through relation, uh, she claims or somebody claims that she is somehow related to the Daltons or the Doolins, one of the two. I personally think it's a load of crap, mm -hmm. but they're not here to defend themselves and I'm really not invested in it. Mm -hmm. So whatever, I may or may not be related to criminals. Well. By, by marriage. By marriage. Well. In I, that instance, by blood and others. I maintain, I maintain my direct line to Johnny Cash, mm -hmm. Israel. Oh, I'm sure you do. That was a lot. Now, you, the next one you gave me is literally one sentence. So I it's see, a short one. I, I see here's how much the you thing. trust me with no, no, the here's good the stories. Thing. As, as I go through and, and have been selecting who says what, I know that you wouldn't be... I didn't write down all the notes of all the things I had to say about that. And so I knew it would not be a good one for you to read. But after we pass those big ones like that, then I've got to... I've got to work it around. So you'll get doubles and stuff coming up here in a moment to catch up. I trust you. I trust you. I just don't know how much you trust me. Well, well not much, if we're that. honest. But that's because I'm a little bit... I've not yet... Well, I'm, I'm like a whip dog. Okay. I just kind of flinch and cower and all of that. Yes. I've not yet crossed over into full Stockholm. Yeah. I'm what? resistant. I'm resistant. Okay. Let's see how far we can push it. Okay. 1894. Not nearly as exciting as the Dalton Doolin gang, but thank goodness William Painter came along. He invented, possibly, yeah, he and patented. Patented, definitely patented the bottle opener. The only reason I included this is because as I have scoured through the Jeep Accessories websites, ah. They sell a, well, multiple versions of bottle opener that you would bolt on to the outside of your Jeep. Mm. I've seen one that goes up on the driver's side on just just in front of the front mirror. Yeah. Um, there It bolts into some pre-existing bolt holes there. And then another one that goes on the back, I think maybe even as a license plate holder, I can't recall. Yes. And it feels, that impacted me because it feels so deeply irresponsible for you to drive somewhere to then drink beer so you could well, drive home after you drank beer. Maybe you just want to open an ice cold bottle of Coke in a glass bottle. It's unlikely. It's possible. It's unlikely. Have you ever had glass Coke bottle Coke? I have. It's the best. When I was in high school, they still sold them in glass, though they were the 20 ounce glass, not the ribbed yeah. antique bottles. I'm not that old. Close. Yes. But not that old. Well, thank you, William Painter. Now yes. we can all crack one open. Cheers to you, sir. I found this interesting, this next one. 1902. Everybody's probably familiar with the Young Men's and Women's Christian Associations. Mm -hmm. The YMCA, the YWCA. Yes. Um, for different reasons, even if it's just the song. Yes. But you're, you've heard of it, right? I have. Well, I was today years old when I found out that there is also a YMHA and YWHA, okay. which would be the Young Men's and Women's Hebrew Association. It's only fair and right. The YMCA did serve as a key inspiration for these Jewish organizations, mm -hmm. but... There were also some very significant differences. Yes. The Christian side, the C's, right, um, they functioned really as a, an, an originally as an ecumenical social center. Yeah. And then eventually even as a young people's church. Oh, okay. Along with, you know, being able to shower with your buddies and... Yep. Uh, swim, swimming, maybe do some cardiovascular activities, With a little weights. handball, maybe some weights, yeah. all kinds of things, right? Yes. Well, the Jewish model kind of stemmed first from more of a, a literary association and benevolent society and then grew from this kind of religious focus start to more of a cultural and community tool for lifting or promoting mm -hmm. young people within the secular culture. So it's kind of a, a hand up, keeping in mind 
that those of the Jewish faith were still facing some resistance, right? Some some ugly attitudes yeah. at the time, and so it was a means of of reaching into the community and pulling the community up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, I I have Jewish heritage, mm-hmm. but not never practiced it, never, nobody would ever look at me and be like, yeah, you're a Jew and we're going to persecute you or anything like that. Right, right, right. Um, Nor would I receive it if they did because I just don't identify there. But so that being said, I mean, from an outsider's perspective, this really seems to me, along with other things that I've seen, and the, the Jewish community historically has done a far better job of supporting each other to promote themselves up the ladder of secular acceptance, of participation, and and common benefit uh, across all fronts. Mm -hmm. That's that's a beautiful thing, especially when you look at, you know, well, what what are your choices if you are being held down for any reason? And all of us probably have in our lifetimes for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can you can just gripe about it, and that gets a whole lot of nothing accomplished. You can demand that someone solve the problem for you, mm-hmm. and that doesn't usually pan out so well either. Um, or you can you can find a way within the construct of things, and, and they did, and in a tremendously effective way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I have a lot of admiration for not just this one instance, but for the many ways in which that exists. I almost wish I could be part of that community without having to convert. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. I never knew that those organizations existed. We don't live in a very uh, Jewish populated part of the country. So right. maybe I would guess maybe they're still like active and I, I, I yes, they so this is where, and I didn't include a lot of this because it got fuzzy, and I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't setting out to write a term paper here. Sure. Um, those organizations, both YM and YW, yeah, um, I believe they merged with two other organizations, went through a few name changes. What I couldn't tell is if they reemerged later as separate entities again, yeah, or not. Um, it's it. So your friend, awesome Julie, yes who is Jewish and, and works, what does she do? She works for the, basically the Jewish foundation of Detroit. Okay. That's I'm, not the exact terminology, but right, that's right. the idea behind it. I, I wouldn't be terribly surprised to find out that somehow all of this had a historical impact on where she is today within that. There mm. may even be a tighter affiliation than, than I'm suggesting, but yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Well, we'll turn away from the very cool to very puzzling. Here's the thing, 1928. A woman arrives in New York City using the alias Anastasia Tchaikovsky and claiming to be the Grand Duchess Anastasia, daughter of Tsar Nicholas II. Now, problematically for her, she was like the 10th or 11th or maybe even 12th woman Mm -hmm. to do this. Now, this is so notable to me, and I find it so, uh, uh, it's just like such great kismet that you had said I should read this one because. You are Anastasia. <laughs> I am. Doesn't it? Can't you tell? Um, I've, I've known, but I didn't want to say anything. I was afraid you'd stop sleeping with me <laughs> as a lowly commoner. Yes. Well, here's the thing. On TikTok, which you're not really part of anymore, so you may not have seen this, but there's a very, very popular TikTok meme that's basically like, tell me what your childhood historical obsession was. Okay. The Romanovs, which was the family of Nicholas II, he and his wife and children, they were murdered in Russia in like 1918 or 17, I feel like it was right before the Bolshevik Revolution. Yes. In Russia. Well, there's so many conspiracy theories and so many question marks and like, what if this happened and did the children escape? All of these things. That was my weird historical obsession. Like some people are in the into the Titanic. Some people are into, oh, you know, different like little specific moments in history. But for me, it was the execution of the Romanov family. And then, but also what could have happened? Yeah. Well, plainly, this is part of it. Yes. 
I received a different message from this. Okay. And that is, if you're going to run a scam, don't be the 10th, 11th, or 12th. Well. You got to get there early. Get in on it early. The early bird gets the scam worm. The early adopter is kind of like buying game stocks. GameStop stock. Or, yeah, yeah. If you don't get in on early, why can I not talk? If you don't get in early on these, you're just, right. it's not All you're great. doing is contributing to the wealth of others. Exactly. You are part of the wealth transfer, but you're not on the receiving side. Mm -hmm. That's the worst side, is the non-receiving side. Mm -hmm. You yeah. don't want to fund the wealth of others. This is a practice I try to really cling tightly to in my own business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's not be the source of wealth for others. It's almost like a bunch of kids playing around on Reddit don't understand the principles of investing. Well, except there were some, and, and this is fascinating to me because even my own business partner has a childhood friend who contacted him in the midst of all this going on. Um, they got in early enough that this person had turned a few thousand dollars um, and I don't even know if this is possible. I'd have to go look at the numbers. I, don't, I have not tested this story for its truth, but for a, a handful of thousand dollars of stock, they got in early enough that they were into six figures mm. of profit and really just wrenching hands over, when do I get out? Yeah. And that's the thing. When you don't have a set of rules in place for how to play a game. That's right. Then you have two major stressors. One is when to get in and the other is damn sure when to get out. And you will always, without a system, you will always be deeply regretful on one or both sides yeah, of that. It's true. It's true. Yeah. What they were doing was not investing as much as it was gambling. Oh, it's gambling. It's straight up gambling and that's fine. Yeah. I have nothing against gambling so long as you're not doing it with the rent money. That's right. That's a good philosophy for life. That's a good life truth. Yes. All right. In 1965, the Righteous Brothers hit number one with their song, You've Lost That Lovin' Feelin'. Now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. That Lovin' Feelin'. Yes. This Love of apostrophes. This harkens me back to a different time and place. Mm -hmm. When I was in high school. Dating someone else. Yes. Do I need always. to close my ears? La, yeah. la, la, this la, 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 So, Falls Creek is a thing. Oh, boy. Falls Creek is a thing. It's a terrible thing. A handful of you who are listening know what I'm talking about, yep. but most of you don't. There was and is to this very day a Protestant hookup summer camp. What? How very How dare, dare you, you tell everyone exactly what it is, was, and will be? It was a camp. It is a camp in the Arbuckle Mountains, recently mm -hmm. referenced on here, owned by the Southern Baptists of Oklahoma. There's a big youth camp there every summer. You go for a week. Thousands. Thousands and thousands of hormonal teenagers gather in the mountains yes. in the heat of summer to rigorously study the Bible. Yes, hormones and Jesus. <laughs> I went every year that I could, and I will tell you right now, unashamedly, I was not holy. I was not seeking anything other than carnal knowledge, and I met no one that was not on the same path. Well, I was there to learn more yes, about walking with Jesus on the path of holiness. We've discussed uh, some things that would embarrass you if I brought them up about e how each of us behaved in our youth. Don't make me pull that sword. Okay. Well, this is this is an innocent part of the false You backed off quickly. This is evidence. Yes. Part. And you know a lot yeah. and I'm not. Let's shut that yeah. down. Yep. Next it's, topic, please. No, I got to tell this. This is the innocent part I was of speaking it. on your part. Yes. Um, so... Uh, in our cabins, I was part of a Baptist church that owned a cabin there, and they had the the girls' dorm side and the boys' dorm side, and they mm -hmm. were on separate sides of the building. But at least once during camp week, all of the young men would tromp up the stairs to the girls' dorm, stand outside the door, chastely, innocently. Mm, of course. And serenade us with this very song. Every year it was the same song, You've Lost That Love and Feeling. And... I hadn't thought about that song in a very long time, but here we are revisiting it in history. I have stories about that entire experience that don't relate to my own behavior that I will never tell. Oh, okay. There were some, there were some heinous things that happened there. Even Vegas would blush. What? Yeah. About 
people singing you've lost no, that love no no oh. about false creek oh. about things that went on while i was there yes we my so you know meg big city girl big city um, just kidding i didn't live in the city their either. their church uh owning their own cabin well our church rented someone else's cabin <laughs> and our group was tiny which meant we had to rent a crap hole cabin and i will tell this story because it's not uh of the same nature as the others it's not incriminating to anyone we same deal. You have like a main in this in this little building. You have a main meeting hall that adjoins mm-hmm. the kitchen, mm-hmm. and you travel a kitchen staff that cooks your meals mm-hmm. and all that. And then you have a separate guys and girls, men's and women's, whatever sleeping arrangement. Well, I can't speak to the girls' side. I was never in there. And the guys' side, at least in the cabin we stayed in, there was very much like a. a Athletic locker room shower facility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, six shower heads, and you're all in there trying not to stare at each other's junk while you do your quick bathing. Cement floor. The entirety of the place was a cement floor, and the ones we stayed in. Right. And so, you know, you run six shower heads for an hour. Yeah. In the morning, and the humidity, and this is in the heat of an Oklahoma summer, which is already pretty humid and certainly very hot. The humidity builds up in there. And then every time you come and go throughout the day and you need to go into your side to grab an item of yours or to visit the restroom or whatever the case may be, well, you'd been outside walking in dirt, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so you have dirt on your shoes and then you have this humidity and this glaze of moisture across the cement floor. Oh, no. And by day two of this entire week that you stayed there, you had a thin slick film of mud through the whole thing. So in the middle of the night, then you go, oh, I got to get up and go to the bathroom. When you lay back down in bed, your feet are muddy. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, it was, that was a pretty icky. That's disgusting. Icky thing. I don't like it. Oh, we went a real path on that. Um, 1971. Quit reading my notes. I see you doing it. Alan Shepard. Does the name sound familiar? Well, it should. He became the first man to hit a golf ball on the moon. Yep. Unfortunately, it knocked a, ho- a hole in the Hollywood set. They had to shut down filming for two hours while emergency repairs were done. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You don't think so? No. Okay. Well, we'll see. 1972. Over 500,000. That's a lot. That's half a, a million. That's over half a million. Yeah. Pieces of irate mail, not just regular mail. No, no, no. no. I was chafed, angry, yelling at you through the written word. Yes. Irate mail. It arrives in the mailroom of CBS when word reached that they were planning on showing an edited for TV version of an X rated movie. Right. How dare you? I didn't even know they made X-rated films in 1972. Oh, yeah, they did. That was like the pinnacle of X-rated films. Okay. Well, it is unclear as we look back into history. It's unclear if the viewers were angry, irate, incited to take action because that was being shown or if it was just because it had been edited. That's right. Don't tease us. Don't tease us, sir. Sir! (laughs) Give Give us that full frontal. Give me everything or nothing. (laughs) Hey, I know why you gave me this next one, because I have this problem with uh, my true crime obsessions. Mm. 1980. The trial begins for suspected serial killer, John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. Why is it that serial killers always get that three-name situation going on? It's more official that okay. way. And it relates them to attorneys. 
Ah. Who okay. also go by all their names. Yes, that's true. Well, guess what government program that John Wayne Gacy was somewhat loosely connected to? There's no question. It is the CIA's MK Ultra. Mind control. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot. I read a lot. I didn't write much. There's a lot. It's too overwhelming. It's not... Awesome. It's not awesome. It's not unoffensive. If you are a sensitive person, do not go look at any of this. Yeah. Just accept the, the blurb and move on. You did the reading for me so I wouldn't have to? Yes. Okay. If you can handle that and you're interested in this, there's a lot about this guy that brings into question whether or not he actually had anything to do with any of the murders, including... And I'm, I'm saving you from the details of everything, because it's, it's it's pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, he was only ever able to give even the vaguest of details about five of the over 30, I think, murders mm. that he was ultimately convicted for. And even those details were not so accurate. Prior to and during, supposedly during the time that these were being committed, um, he he was working within... It, it, this doesn't matter. I'm not saying this because it points to a political party. He was working within the Democratic Party, doing mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. It doesn't matter which party it is. I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying he was working within government loosely mm -hmm. and even um, had some type of high-level clearance. Mm -hmm. um, he had, There's a picture of him with a, a, le a lapel pin mm -hmm. um, that is would have been more or less their pass card to get into different areas. He has a picture with, goodness, one of the president's wives, and I can't remember which it was. There, there, a lot of really interesting stuff there, if that's your thing, and you can handle sifting through the, the more offensive parts of, of all of that, the more gritty. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a trending. Yeah, you do. It's not so much trending as it is just a thing I found today that's being put out there today. So it's not like trending news. According to a completely untrustworthy poll. Here are the things that Gen Z has declared, especially against millennials. I already know. These things are no longer cool. I know two things that are going to be on this list because what? this has been all over TikTok. What? Skinny jeans. Yep. Side part. Yep. In your hair. In fact, that's number one and number two. Yep. Side part in the hair is number one. Skinny jeans is number two. Can I tell you this? AJ, our 13-year-old, likes to give Daisy, our 16-year-old, so much shit because Daisy mm -hmm. will not part her hair down the middle. In Daisy's defense, it doesn't look good on her. And so she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I like my side part. And AJ is insistent on making fun of her for yeah. the well, side partage of her hair. This is the same kid who dyed her hair green and then red-green and then <laughs> now on and on. I wouldn't trust anything she said about <laughs> that. Neither of them would ever be caught wearing skinny jeans, though, that's for sure. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank I, goodness. I'm wearing skinny jeans. Oh, I'm sure as hell not. I might make them look like skinny jeans, <laughs> but they're not intended to be. Okay, what else is on the list? What else okay. am I doing offensive? Uh, it's every one of these attacks you. I'm not even a millennial. I'm, I'm Gen X, so I'm I used know. to being attacked. So Using emoji or emoticons. Of course. You're the only person that doesn't get a I've, full emoji from me. I have never... I've never, every once in a while I'll throw one out there, but it's more of a, a middle finger than it is a actual, I don't know, I say that. I use them, I use them occasionally in the Facebook group because I understand that other people communicate this way. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just trying to cross boundaries, okay? That's the most science TJ thing you've ever said. <laughs> I understand other humans enjoy yes. this form of communication, I, yeah. so I will I will lower um, myself to communicate with you in this way. Just trying to meet you more than halfway, okay? <laughs> that was awesome. On the rare occasion you have sent me an emoji, I have literally called you to be like, are you okay? Right, yeah. You've even walked over to my office and peeked in. Like, everything all right? Are you having a stroke? Right. Yeah, do you smell toast? Yeah. <laughs> this one's going to hurt you. Discussing your Hogwarts house. Mm, I will throw hands with this generation. Well, I will never stop talking, talking about being a Ravenclaw. Yep. Ever. Using the word adulting. I mean, I have to agree with them on that. I don't super love it either. Okay. Okay. Um, 
This one's extensive. Taking selfies from above. Yes. Looking at the screen mm -hmm. while taking selfies. And, in fact, using the word selfie. Oh, okay. You know what Gen Z likes to do, Kyle? Do you know? I don't. They hold their phones. It's like just they, they have to do it just to be different. They hold their phones literally down here. So the camera is pointing up. It's the most unflattering thing So you possible. get a booger shot. Yes. That's stupid. This is how they do... Well, I don't know what you call them if you don't call it a selfie. This is what they do pictures of themselves. They do this. You call it a onesie? Maybe. Um, I will hold my camera upward. It is the best angle for my okay. chin and cheekbones. These next four, the first of which, don't read it, the first of which doesn't bother me much. I am guilty of it. The following three afterwards, though, I'll, I'll punch a jackass. I don't care. Yes. Number one. Calling a dog a doggo. We'll never stop. I, we have doggos. That's what we do. Doggos, puppers. Yeah. That's what they doggles, are. Doggles. I call our doggos you do, doggles. You, you do. Which is fair because it's almost like a combo of dog and dingleberry yes. and stuff. And they are dingleberries. Yeah. Um, liking coffee. Damn you. Damn you. no. That's right. Damn no. Liking bacon. Well, it's, bacon's delicious. If you don't like bacon, more for me. Plainly, that one invalidated the entirety of their gripe. Oh, yes. And then the last one, being obsessed with wine. What's wrong with you? Are you guys sitting around drinking sterile water? They're children. They're They're idiots. literal children. They are literal idiots. They're literal children. They don't understand why coffee is necessary for life. They don't. Their taste buds yeah. haven't developed to enjoy and appreciate bacon. And they legally cannot drink. <laughs> that doesn't stop them. It hasn't any other generation of the past. That's true. So that's that. It is time for Warlow. Okay. Watch, read, listen, life, style. What do we got? I I have a watch. You have a watch. Kind of. Kind of. I attempted to watch. This was before you arrived last night. Mm -hmm. uh, last night, yeah, Time Space Continuum. We're recording on Friday for a Saturday episode. Mm -hmm. So Thursday night was last night as we are recording this right now. And on Thursday night, Meg has a lot of work to do for the main Thursday show. Night, the big work night. So I went to bed before her. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I made an attempt to watch the Black Donnellys. Now, by the time you came to bed, yeah, you only saw the aftermath. It was back on to um, burn, notice. burn notice. And I was snoring yeah. like... It, it was my job, and I was the president. It, evidently, were, this is the story. Fine, president. I walked yeah. in. You were all you were teetering on the edge of sleep, and you said, "I got sleepy." And then I was like, "Okay." And then I went to the bathroom to put my pajamas on, brush teeth, and all that. Came back in, and it was complete snore fest, twenty twenty one. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. As I was laying there, I just knew I was like, "I'm I'm going to wreck shop tonight. I don't even care." Yeah. I was tired. Anyway. I'd attempted to watch the Black Donnellys. And if you search this, we have a Roku, and that's where I searched it. Of course, there's here's 30 different places you can watch it yeah. because it's out there. Well, I chose the first choice, which was, is NBC, who's, I don't know who it was. NBC, Peacock, I don't know who it was yeah. I picked. Yeah. It starts right out with two commercials. I'm like, mm, don't want it. Don't like commercials, but I'll tolerate it. I watch a few minutes. There's another two commercials. I'm like, I want to watch it. So if that's what's going to happen, I will suffer a couple commercials. That's very much against who, what I am and what I stand for and all that. I was like, I'll watch a couple here and there because it seems interesting. Mm -hmm. We hit the next break and it was seven damn commercials. They tell you at the top of the screen, you're on one of seven. Unacceptable. And I said, no. Unacceptable, that, inappropriate, get no, out of here. it will not happen in my home. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I barely can anyway. Yeah. That would push me over the edge. And yeah. so then I jumped over to Amazon Prime because it offers it, but not for free. You have to buy it. You got to buy it. It's $2 an episode. I think there's 16 episodes and I don't want to watch it so bad that I'm going to drop $32. That's three above average cigars. Yeah. If you'd rather do that. I'd much rather do that. So 
I don't know. If somebody else has the patience to sort through that and give me guidance, I'll, I'll return to it, but I fatigued. I also had to try to guess what our Roku password is, and I got lucky and figured it out before it shut me out of the whole system. Um, so that was a small win on the evening. Oh my goodness. All right, neither of us have a read or a listen. I'm sure if you comb back through the material from today, you can figure out some reads. Yeah, yeah. Go listen to Bob Marley singing about every little thing going to be all right. Or uh, you've lost that love and feeling. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to it because it's real triggery for me, but yes. Mm, yeah, I'd prefer think. you stay faithful to me and not be incited into former love. It's all in the past now, baby. So you say lifestyle. I've been enjoying using the Thumbtack app. It's incredibly helpful for finding if you need somebody to come do a repair, any kind of service-based uh, person that you need to hire. I found in the past like week, basically, two mm-hmm. different service professionals. It's so much easier than trying to figure out we don't have the yellow pages anymore. How do you even quote unquote call around to find somebody? Right. Um, it's been highly enjoyable. I'm going to talk about it more on sort of awesome, but I just wanted to make mention of it that thumbtack and I feel like the last person to know about this. I've never maybe, even heard of it before, but now I'm in love with it. You've been busy with your bacon, coffee and wine and taking and selfies. Parting my hair on the side right. wearing skinny jeans. Well, talking about being a Ravenclaw. Plainly, plainly. Um, and to give a little background on the thumbtack app, we discovered yesterday. Well, I've known about this for a while, but it oh, by the thanks time I for told you it was yesterday. Aren't I a responsible man of the house? Um, our thermostat, the down button on the adjusting the temperature, <laughs> it, she no work. It crapped out. Yeah, gave it up. Yeah, and so yeah, that's problematic. Yeah, especially like, in Oklahoma weather where yes. you can have what it got up. It's like 70 degrees. Got up into the mid-50s, 60s or something today. Yeah, and then next It'll, week it's going to be literally, right. literally frigid. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. We found a repair guy literally this morning. Yeah. He made an appointment to show up at 4. Actually did, came in and left 15, maximum 15 minutes later, gone. We're fixed. Yes. We're working. It's good. I'm super in love with this app. I'm, like I said, I'm going to talk more about it on Sort of Awesome, but I just had to make mention of it today because it's been pretty awesome in my lifestyle. All right. Well, lifestyle number two in the Awesome Today Facebook group, which is new. If you're not yet a member there, what are there now? Somewhere between 50 and 60 members? Yeah, it's way over 50 now. If you're not a member yet, why the hell aren't you a member yet? It's a yes. great Facebook group. You should join the Facebook group. There's, there's no physical exam. Yet. Yet. We um, might bring in some anal swabs at some point. Well, that's... That's more for pleasure. Like, um, anytime I just try to make a joke, you always have to take it to the next level. That's my job. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so far, nobody has incorrectly answered the entry question. Truth. Everybody's found it, so it's a pretty low bar, I guess, or we've just had the cream of the crop at this point. Well. One of the two. Yes. Um, in any event, a conversation came up there. Awesome Courtney posted a thread where, based upon the number of foods that you have tried from a provided list, yes. you could determine just how much of, in this sample's estimation, how much of a Texan you are. Indeed. This was so fun. I have to say that as I read through the list, I literally was like, I mean, this is literally just food, right? Right. So it's what people well, eat, right? Yeah. And I can't remember... Let me let me scroll if I may. Yeah, I looked through it. <laughs> There's 36, 36 foods on this things. list. Okay, I've had four of them literally today. Mm-hmm. Nine at least in the last two weeks, and in my lifetime, all thirty six items. Let's read a few of these. Go for it. Hot link sandwich. Hell yeah, delicious. Breakfast tacos. God bless uh, right? Texas. That's the Oof. best thing that Texas has ever given us. Um, how is funnel cake on this list? I feel like everyone's had funnel cake, right? If you've been to a state fair, I would assume. Yes. Um, enchiladas, chicken fried steak, fried pork chops, fried bologna, sopapilla. Oh my gosh, for a sopapilla, Mm. I wouldn't give. Mm. Oysters. Yep. Homemade ice cream. Jalapeno poppers are on here. Fried gator, which I I have had fried gator before. It was not in Texas. I was in Florida when I had it. And guess what it tasted like? Chicken. Chicken. But delicious chicken. Yeah, I'm 
mean, a little I... different texture. I think better flavor. Yeah. Chili con queso. Yep. Brisket. Sure. Ribs. Yep. Pico de gallo. Of course. You make a delicious pico de Thank gallo, you. my I'm friend. I'm proud of my pico. Yeah, you should be. So there was one item on the list. I said I got 35 out of 36. There's one thing on here that I, I cannot recall that I've ever had this, and it is fried rabbit. Yeah. You come popping in there like, oh, I've eaten all 36 all of, of these. And I said, excuse me, sir, when have you had fried rabbit? This is a horrible story. Oh, great. It's a horrible story. Is it John Wayne Gacy bad? It's not quite that bad unless you include animals being okay. problematic. Okay. When I was, I could not have been older than second grade. There was a guy that my dad worked with. And now to give credit to my dad, my dad had the unique ability of making whoever he was talking to feel like they mattered mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. And it would go beyond conversation when necessary. It was something natural. He didn't yep. think about doing this. He didn't. No, he just, it was in his DNA. It was important oh, yeah. to let people know that they were valued and respected and loved. And, and yeah. If I may. Yeah. He had a special sensitivity to people who were awkward just for whatever reason. Yes. And then that's the polished way of saying if you were messed up, yep. my dad would embarrass himself to make you feel good. Exactly. Again, I without registering it in front of mind, he yeah. just like involuntarily, all right, we're doing this. Exactly. I, I saw it with my own eyes. I mean, I'm a little awkward, so he made me feel good. But You're not even no, remotely. There are people that I saw him, he could just change the dynamic, that mm -hmm. he could change the energy of a room because whatever whatever he just was so gifted with making people feel like they're important and he was listening to him so he was he served for over two decades as general manager of a milk plant and this would be what would receive the milk from the actual dairy where cows were milked mm -hmm. um, homogenized it bottled it along with a whole lot of other stuff and so as he oversaw this there were a staff of supervisors then that he they reported to him. He directly engaged with them. They then, in turn, carried up and down instruction and feedback and all of that. And he did a remarkable job of really relating with not at all what you'd envision from an executive officer, a corporate America perspective. Every you know, every holiday, every Christmas, everything of significance. I can remember us loading up in the car as a family to drive around to every one of these 20-plus different supervisors' homes to take them things, to go share a meal with them, to go be involved in their lives beyond just, I'm your boss and I'm a dick. Yeah. Well, one of these guys, and hey, you know, everybody has their thing. One of these guys has had decided that what he would do as a means of beating the system is that they would raise rabbits for food. Not, not something nowadays probably that you hear much about. Honestly, 30 years ago it wasn't either, or it was longer than that, 35 years ago yeah. probably, um, or more. But this was rural Oklahoma. Mm, rural enough, right? Yeah. And that's what he decided to do. He'd undoubtedly had some conversations with my dad, had offered my dad to more or less participate in one of these go-arounds if my dad would come help butcher. Oh, no. Yeah. I probably shouldn't share the details. Don't, don't go into the details. Of, of how it happened. Don't go into the details. Um, at my young, innocent age, I, I saw, and I don't think it was intended that I did. Certainly, my mom clutched all the pearls when she found out that I'd seen. I'm, I'm, I'm retroactively yeah. clutching my pearls. I saw. It didn't go smoothly. Yeah, that's as far as I'll go with it. Um, but because of this joint venture on the behalf of this person out of the love from my dad who had no desire to eat rabbit, we had a freezer full of rabbit. Holy Moses. Yeah. And so we had fried rabbit, rabbit stew, fried <laughs> rabbit. We tried all the different ways that you could to eat rabbit. And I don't so much remember the taste as I do the texture. And certainly it could have 
something to do with error on our part. I'm not judging anybody who loves rabbit. Hassenpfeffer, in fact, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I recall from what we experienced was a very strange oiliness mm, to it. Very cloying, very throat watery. Okay. Um, I think we managed to try, like I said, we did a, a stew, we did fried and I think maybe one other that I can't recall version before we said, hey, you know what? It's okay to throw all the rest of this away. Yes. Live into the abundance yeah. that other wild are, game will come into our lives. We are sorry, rabbits, that your lives were given for... For nothing. No reason other than lining our trash can. Oh, lordy. And we never, we never rabbited again. When you and I got married, the church... Sacrificed a rabbit no. at our wedding ceremony. <laughs> no, it, it was gory. The church of your hometown threw us a lovely uh, bridal shower, and mm-hmm. in, in that, sh- in the giftings from that shower, I got a cookbook, a church cookbook. You remember these days? Oh yeah, ladies, That's a big deal. ladies and gentlemen, give us your best recipes. We'll compile them into the church cookbook. Uh, Is that where you came up with barbecue tuna? No, that was different. Okay. That was from my Penny Pinchers cookbook. Okay. Um, But in this church cookbook, there was a recipe for rabbit stew, and I showed it to you, and I was like laughing like it was in there as a joke, and you were like, that's literally not a joke. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen that dish at a potluck, church potluck. It was there. Yep. All right. Anything else? One other thing. Okay. Cigars. Cigars. So, we're enjoying our cigar journey yes. immensely. Yes. I would highly recommend take this adventure. You don't have to like it when it's all said and done, but it's an adventure. It is an adventure. Take the cigar adventure. Yes. Try a few. If you yes. go into a tobacconist and, and you admit to them, hey, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I just want to try smoking a cigar. They're going to guide you to... Something that should not make you green. Yes. Because they want your business. Yes. After all, they should take you gently into it. Um, There are innumerable YouTube videos to guide you in the process of how to cut, how to light, how to smoke, not inhaling it, all of that. In any event, uh, we've enjoyed our our journey immensely. We're continuing down it. A friend of mine made a recommendation. I won't say the website yet because I want to have a good experience first. Um, we made an order. They're from they're 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 in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. We'd placed an order last Saturday. Yeah. Unbeknownst to us, because we're not in Pennsylvania, the snowstorm that blew through up there shut them down until I think Wednesday was the first day they were back at the warehouse. Right. And so, yeah, they finally just now filled the order, printed a label, got it into UPS. We're waiting for things to arrive. We're getting a little humidor uh, because that's the thing. You got to keep the right humidity, the right moisture content. If you're not humid enough, your cigar burns too fast and hot and doesn't taste as good. If it's too moist, then it won't stay lit, uh, and you have other issues there. So there's a sweet spot to hit. Yes. It's not as hard as it sounds or as it seems at first. We've got a humidor coming, and we've got one of the things that's intriguing to me about this website. Others do it as well. Um, They do sampler packs. Yes. That's tremendously helpful. If you ever walk into a tobacconist, you'll be overwhelmed by the room full of boxes upon boxes of all the different things. Yes. So we've got a sampler pack in there of I think it's four different four different brands, four different things. Okay. Uh five of each. Can't wait. One of the one of the four we know we love, mm. or at least I know I love. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we're we're eagerly awaiting the arrival of that. Yes, sir. That's right. Oh my goodness. That was a lot. It always is. Happy birthday, Eve, to our twins. Happy Rick Rollin' to Rick Rollers everywhere. Our our kids would, our twins would probably like a Rick Rolling. They'd love it. it you'd lose the whole enjoyment of having a car. Yeah, it takes, yeah, sucks the joy right out of it when the person you Rick Roll loves it. Come on. All right. Everything? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, in the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Pro tip. Gen Z has no authority in telling other generations what they should or should not do. If you are proud of your Hogwarts house, wave that flag with gusto.
Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.